T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. Ryan, how you doing today? Very good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Quite a game for uh, Muskego last night. You know, Sussex Hamilton was, I, I thought, a tough putt, and defensively, obviously, you guys uh, took control early of that game. I think uh, you had a number of interceptions early in the game, and, and uh, man, you're up 24-7 and half and beat them 31-7. Yeah, there's no doubt that uh, we started the game the right way. I think that was big for us, and our defense really showed up and was eager to uh, test itself against a, a spread team and a quarterback that had a lot of respect across the area. And uh, our kids rose to the challenge and did a really nice job. Yeah, they, they really did. You know, the, the young man that uh, I met a couple of weeks ago as our pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, um, we had him on, um, Alex Eichmann from, from Sussex-Hamilton. He had six receptions for 100 yards, so he had a pretty good game. Uh, but boy, defensively, you guys, you, you picked five. You had five interceptions off uh, the quarterback from Sussex Hamilton, and and I don't know if 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 he was not thrown well, if you guys uh, confused him a little bit, or what was going on. But that was really unlike him, and not the kind of game that he had been having most of the year. Yeah, and I think it was, uh, you know, he might have had one bad decision in there, but most of the time it was. Uh, the Muskego defenders making nice plays on the ball or the ball getting tipped because it was defended or people around the receiver and went off the receiver's hand. So it wasn't all on the quarterback. Muskego had something to do with it. Um, and, you know, the receivers at times did too. So th- that kid is, is going to be good, and he's probably a year away, and he'll have a, a very bright senior year next year, I'm sure. For sure. Hey, uh, boy, some games last night were unbelievable. Right, I stayed at home and I was jumping from this game to that game, and let me tell you who we're going to have on the show because 
number of these coaches are going to be tired today from the games they had last night. Justin Frisky from Pewaukee is going to join us at 10-15. John Reiters from Hartford. And I'll tell you right off the bat, I watched a lot of that game last night. Andy Colstead from Tulsa West is going to join us. Um, we're going to have Mike uh, Gav- Gnavak. 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 I got it. No, I got it, man. I'm getting this name. Mike Gnavak. <laughs> Uh, from Aguanaga is going to join us at 11.30. Uh, Steve Jones from Kimberly will join us at 11.15. At 11 o'clock, our current electric superhero of the week from West Bend West High School, Lexi Williams, will join us. I, look, I was jumping back and forth. The Franklin Oak Creek game, I was watching that game, and I just got a text from Joel Parr, head coach at Oak Creek, and he was listening to the U Sports Show say, look, Thanks a lot for talking about youth wrestling. And I just said, oh, boy, I'm glad that you're up. I thought maybe you'd be in the fetal position because they, (laughs) you know what? They had a chance. They had a really good chance to beat Franklin last night. And uh, last couple minutes of that game, gave up a touchdown and lost the game uh, 10 to 7. But we're talking a little bit, texting back and forth. Number of these games with, with, with opponents that, you know, knew each other really well, similar to, to the McGuanago game against Arrowhead, you know, came right down to the wire. Yeah, there's no doubt that it was a wild level two of the WI playoffs, really across all divisions. Uh, there was upsets, there was overtime games, uh, there was rematches of conference foes that uh, were very tight and, and had to do something special, and you had to, to push the envelope a little bit to come out on top, and you know, you saw that new reference here on that game. You know, McGuanago went for two, and typically a lot of coaches probably wouldn't do that in their home field uh, when they tied the game up, but they'd play for overtime. And, you know, you, you flip the script a little bit, and you go off uh, off course, and uh, it, it pays dividends sometimes. Well, and we'll talk to Mike uh, Ganevac about that. We'll, we'll ask him about that decision. Uh, the, the Hartford game, I'll tell you this. I can't wait to talk to John Reiters. I woke my wife up screaming at at my computer do you know that that um they had to they had this thing they had it won and there was three or two or three penalties with no time left that i i i was screaming depure got got two more chances um and one of them from a hail mary in the end zone they call pass interference on a oh, defensive boy. player from Hartford, on a Hail Mary in the end zone. Um, and then they DePierre ran a hook and ladder and scored a touchdown with no time left. Wow. And then That's... and then Hartford, you could tell that kind of head went down. They got the ball first in overtime and went down the field, I think, five, six, seven plays and stuck it in the end zone, kicked the extra point. Hartford got – or uh, DePierre got their chance. First play, quarterback ran 25 yards to the end zone. And they went for two and didn't get it. Wow. And, we're, and I'm telling you right off the bat, we're going to name Hartford our UW Credit Union Team of the Week this week, Ryan. And not just because what they did on the field. I sat at my computer and they kept the camera on after the game. And there are three or four kids from De Pere that were, you know, down on one knee or really laying in the end zone because they were seniors. And as the Hartford kids were lining up to shake hands, one took off and sprinted to the end zone, then another one, then another one, then another one. And about 15 Hartford kids were helping these kids from to peer up. They were hugging. They are hitting each other on the helmets. It was like almost to the point that it would bring tears to your eyes 
No, look, these kids weren't doing this because they thought anybody was watching them. They did it because they had so much respect for the team that they just battled. And they didn't want these seniors to feel bad. And so these kids are leaving the line to run down in the end zone to help these four kids up and to hug them and slap five and shake hands with them. And it was really impressive to me. Great display of sportsmanship right there, Mike. And, you know, the level of respect that you earn against an opponent, uh, sometimes you don't always see that, but that's phenomenal to hear that that the Hartford kids went out of their way to uh, let their opponent know there's nothing to be ashamed of. This is a heck of a battle. And, um, you know, keep on keeping on because you're going you're gonna to learn from this as you go in life, too. Yeah, you definitely will. And then, hey, I'll tell you, when we talk with Andy Colstead from Tosa West, well, I'll tell you what, they go for two, you know, with a minute 50 to go, or Germantown goes uh, for two. Two, hold on here. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, they did. They I did in Germantown. Germantown boy, yeah, yep. Germantown went for two and didn't get it. Similar to what happened with with De Pere. And boy, uh, you know, there's I'm, I'm sure a lot of seniors from Germantown that are are awfully sad that their season ended. But man, we'll talk to Andy about the feeling from the other side, right? Hey, here they score with a minute 53, and now they're going for two. Coach, what were you ever in that position as a head coach where you had to make that decision? Uh yeah, we uh, we did that a few times. We probably did it more more before the end of the game at times where it paid out in in, in our favor. Um, but it uh, it's nerve wracking to watch. We've been on the defensive end of it um, when trying to stop teams coming in, uh, trying to make a comeback, and we've been able to hold up. So. It's, uh, you know, when you're when you're on D, you're just hoping and, and praying, and when you're on offense, you think you got the answer. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's always fun. Someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. And it, uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, see our teams come out more often than not. But it's uh, it's heartbreaking if you don't get it. There's no doubt about it. And you know, I'm going to ask a lot of these guys. Uh, and Justin Frisky from Pewaukee didn't have to do that. Uh, but John was on defense and Andy was on defense. And I'm going to ask them, and I think Mike was on offense, I'm going to ask them, how much work, how much time do you put in during the week and holding on to that just in case you need it? Do you have a play that, that you're going to go for two that you might not have shown before? And how much time do you put into that? Yeah, well, I can tell you from my experiences, we always had, you know, one to three uh, two-point type plays or something that we felt really good with in the low red zone, if you will, um, in, in building your packages and your preparation. So I think every week all the good coaches have something built in, and the question is do they have something a little more yeah. um, that they sit on? Most of the time they do, um, but sometimes you, uh, you, you end up going back to something that uh, – is very similar to what you show in all game, and typically that has the greatest success. But uh, there's no doubt most coaches definitely do in their preparations, Mike. Well, I will ask, uh, look, with uh, three seconds to go, uh, Coach uh, Ganevak went for two and got it. So, uh, you know, he'll uh, he'll be able to tell us how much uh, was that was that a play that, that you guys had, you know, in your back pocket, um, and it was a – it was a two-point conversion. It was a pass. They threw a pass uh, to, go, to go for two and get that win. And uh, we will definitely um, ask Coach 
Knavok, what he was thinking at that point. And, and I'll tell you what, I've been in situations like that as a basketball coach where, you know, you've got the last shot and you're down one and, you know, we hit the shot or we don't hit the shot, you take a timeout and say, look, boys, we have, we have worked on this play a lot. You know, we do this every practice, so go ahead and run it, and let's get out of here with a win. But, boy, it, it does get awfully nerve-wracking for sure. Hey, what were the big surprises to you last night? Anything? Uh, no, I just think it was, you know, it was kind of um, interesting to see um, Franklin not score as many points. I mean, I think they scored, didn't they score 40-something on Oak Creek the first go-around, and then yes. they were held to – to 10 um that was a little surprising um you know a little school out of the madison area that i'd like to give a shout out to is belleville belleville has never won a playoff game until this fall and they won their first round deal had a big celebration on their field and then they went on the road to number one marshall and knocked off marshall so they got two in a row and it's their first two playoff wins ever in the school's history so that's pretty cool Boy, that's that's really cool, you know. Good for them. You're right. I, I'm looking at that. They they uh, 26, 28, 13. They beat Marshfield. Now they play Broadhead Judah. Um, they've got to travel to Broadhead Judah to to, to play. And uh, good for them, man. You know, when you after you get the first one, you like it so much, you might as well go out and get another one, right? Yeah, you get that juice flowing, and it's easier to go to practice when it's cold, and everyone's having fun, and uh, you just ride the wave, if you will. Well, and and look, in Division Five, the other one that shocked me, and I was watching this one as well, was uh, Mayville against Lake Country Lutheran. Mayville put fifty-five up on them, fifty-five forty-seven. And watching that game, Mayville is big, strong, and tough, and they just come right at you. And uh, I was impressed. I didn't think that Mayville had what it takes. I thought Lake Country was going to probably get to at least level three, possibly level four. And uh, got to give Mayville a lot of credit for going to Lake Country, Lutheran, and beating them 55-47. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I think the one thing that, that you can take away from last night, specifically in southeast Wisconsin, is I think the weather had a factor on a lot of these teams that had a ton of speed and like to spread the ball around and, and throw it a little bit. And I think the wet rain and the wind kind of negated the, the throw game. And at some points, because it was so wet, uh, sometimes your speed doesn't always get a, get a chance to get going. And so I think that factored, factored in across our area. Hey, um, before we get to a break, Kettle Moraine uh, is still playing. And, and I think we had that conversation a couple of weeks ago that said, boy, don't sleep on them. They're they're, yeah. they're obviously very competitive in a really good conference, and uh, they beat Badger in overtime 13-7 and will play, travel to Union Grove, who beat Waterford, beat Waukesha West the first game, beat Waterford last night. Union Grove's going to be a tough out, but you got to congratulate Kettle Moraine. Yeah, absolutely. KM's playing uh, tough. They're playing well, and they're going to go down to Union Grove, and I bet that's going to be a slugfest as well. And uh they might just be talking about another two-point conversion coming out of that game, but who knows? And the lower bracket, Homestead against Tosa West, will be a good one. And we'll talk to the head coach at Tosa West a little bit later in the show. Uh, let's get you a break. On this side of the break, Justin Frisky, head football coach at Pewaukee. And we'll talk to him about uh, – 
this team and this journey that he's been on and and congratulate him. They're still playing. Mighty Pirates are still playing. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Ryan McMillan, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Good. Hey, Ryan, we're having uh, we're having some, some phone issues, and we're Justin has was picked up right away, but we're having a hard time getting him on, and it looks like the phone line has frozen. So we will do our best. I know that Mitch will work on it, and uh, – We'll try to get Justin on, and, and I'd sure like to talk to him. Anybody that in, in level two of the playoffs goes on the road to Plymouth and shuts out the home team 34 nothing. I man, I want to talk to him because Plymouth is having a pretty darn good year. And for Pewaukee to go to Plymouth and uh, put 14 up on them in the first quarter and beat them 34 nothing, that's really impressive to me. Yeah, that's a monumental win there, and it's just kind of a uh... – uh, a little bit of a beatdown, if you will, um, to go into a one-seat facility. And that's not a short bus ride either. That's, uh, you know, 45 minutes to an hour for Pewaukee. And and uh, they played really well and controlled the game from the get-go and, and slammed the door shut at the end. You know, when you look at their schedule, uh, they opened up beat Milwaukee Riverside and they lost to Port Washington. And I think when they lost to Port Washington, some people thought, huh, well, it might be a little down here for them. Well, Port Washington gave Whitefish Bay all they could handle last night. Yeah, that's another overtime game, I, I think, correct? Yes, Mike? it was. And then P- the only other loss Pewaukee had was the Catholic Memorial, and that game was fairly close, 19-3, and you see what Catholic Memorial is doing to people. And then they, they beat um, Tosa East, they beat Tosa West, they, then they get in the playoffs, they beat Grafton and beat Plymouth, and... Uh, their defense has not given up a point since October 8th. Yeah, that's pretty good. And any time, you know, you brought up that Catholic Memorial matchup, if you held that team to under 20, which I think you said 19, that's pretty darn good because if you look at Catholic Memorial's stat line across the whole season, they've been north of 35 in every single game they've played. So, uh, Pewaukee definitely has something going good on defense, that's for sure. Well, we have Justin Frisky. Mitch, thank you for fixing those phones. Hey, Justin, thanks a lot for hanging in there with us. Congratulations. What a good win last night. 
Yeah, it was good. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, we uh, we feel like we have a pretty good team, and we were excited about getting up to Plymouth and seeing what we could do against the number one seed. And our guys rose to the challenge, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And hopefully, we can keep it going. Coach, since uh, since September twenty fourth, you guys have given up twenty three total points on the defensive end, and I, I'm wondering. Did, did you know coming into this year that, that defensively you guys had a chance to be something special? Well, we, we had a lot of guys returning. And, of course, every year you have question marks. But the guys that have come back were really good players for us last year. And if you can have a nucleus to build around, a lot of times the guys that are new raise their level and they match the kids who have returned. And I think that's what's happened this year for us defensively. We have three excellent linebackers, uh, all all-conference players last year. And the kids, you know, they they know that those kids are special and they've risen their level so that uh, they can match how those kids play. And, you know, like I said, we've, we've got some returners and some new kids who have really stepped up and played extremely well for us. And, you know, it makes all, all the difference in the world when guys believe in each other and they're playing for each other. And that's, I think, a little bit of what we have going on right now. Yeah, I agree. Hey, um, Ryan, when you when you listen to uh, Justin talk and he starts talking about you know they're playing for each other and we've got these linebackers and look, I just think that when you have some decent players coming back and everybody's buying in and everybody's playing for each other, that just makes a world of difference on on the kind of football team that you can put on the field. Yeah, there's no doubt. I think team camaraderie is the secret sauce this time of year. If you enjoy being in the locker room with each other, you enjoy being on the field with each other, the film room, the classroom, on the bus, and and everyone's working for that common goal. It goes a long, long way, and you're going to see success. And that's what you got. That's what the Pirates got going right now. Hey, um, coach, have you taken a look yet um, at Whitefish Bay? I'm sure that you have. I'm sure that you know quite a bit about them, but. Um, you know, I've, I've seen them play, and I know that they've got some, some special skill players. Uh, they've got a left tackle that might be the, the best left tackle in the state. Um, have you had a chance to take a look at some of, of the tape from them? Yeah, they're really good. Uh, I don't think that you win the North Shore, and you don't become a number two seed, and you don't uh, have those types of players and, and not have really, really good success. And Jake's a great coach. His staff always does a really good job. Uh, they've got a different animal. Some of their speed is unlike what we've seen. We're going to have to do a really good job to kind of contain them. And obviously, uh, with Brunner at the tackle position, uh, he's unlike a lot of the kids that we've seen as well. I, I do think we're fortunate. We have a team in Catholic Memorial in our league that traditionally has some really excellent players. So we're, we have had experience playing against kids of that caliber. Uh, certainly against CMH, we did a pretty good job, but not good enough but they remind me uh, physically of a team like CMH, and we're going to have our, our work cut out for us. Hey, Justin, can I – and this might be an odd question, but I, I remember when I was coaching basketball a long time ago at Whitefish Bay Dominican, and the football team had won a state championship, and then the basketball team, it was a different feel for these guys in the locker room because they were kind of like, well, man, they did it. Now, we got to go do it now. And I'm wondering if the basketball state championship from last year – does that carry over uh, for some of the kids on this team? Uh, maybe. Um, you know, I think we have a couple of guys that play uh, basketball that are also on the football team. But I think generally 
when you have accomplished something in a school, it changes the mindset of everybody involved. I agree and with so that 100%. The bar, the bar gets raised. People start to realize they're capable of more. They challenge each other. You know, I, I can only imagine some of the friendly ribbing that goes on between the kids. Like, hey, you know, we got one. How come you don't? Right. And I think that does provide some motivation. But ultimately, our kids are, are good athletes who have high expectations of themselves and Certainly, they want to achieve to the best of their ability, and right now we're playing with a lot of confidence, and uh, we have some really good players, so it's a good mix. It is. You're having fun with this team. I can hear it. Well, it's always fun when kids buy in, you know. And, and I think, like Ryan said, the chemistry on the team makes the biggest difference in the world. They they play for each other. They believe in each other. They believe in themselves, and that belief is a it's a force multiplier. You know, as good as you are. If you believe in each other and believe in yourself, you can play at a level that maybe you couldn't if you didn't have that belief. So uh, we're, we're getting there, and we'll just see. I mean, every week's a brand-new challenge. Hey, Justin, you know, it's funny because guys like me talk about this conference and that conference and this conference. Well, the Parkland right now is three teams still playing, and not a lot of conferences can say that. But when you've got Catholic Memorial and Tosa West and Pewaukee still playing – then somebody's got to knock guys like me upside the head and say, what about our conference? We don't need to do any of that. I mean, <laughs> people want if people want to ignore us or overlook us or, you know, not give us much credit, we're okay. We're fine. You know, we, we know what we have, and uh, hopefully it's good enough. But we've believed in ourselves since the beginning, and uh, if, if people want to ignore how we're playing and overlook success we're having or – come up with other reasons for us to have success other than the fact that we're a good team with good players, okay, uh, we'll live with that. And I, We're fine with that. And I'll tell you what, the other team in your conference that I thought did a, a great job, and, and they got beat last night, but New Berlin-Eisenhower, right? They started out 0-4, yeah. and yeah, I never thought they'd make the playoffs, and they, they righted the ship and, and, and got in the playoffs, won, the, won level one, and, and got beat last night, but... You know, there are some teams that struggle in your conference, but, boy, when you have three teams still playing, you know, guys like me have got to be, got, got to take notice and, and start talking about it a little bit, so I appreciate you allowing me to do that. Well, no problem. I mean, we're, we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing. I, I love our guys. Our coaching staff is doing a tremendous job. Our players are executing the plan, uh, and, and they're having fun, too. I think that means a lot for everybody, and – you know, this time of year is special. We talked all year long about, first and foremost, let's get to November. And we're here. So if you're in November and you're playing football, that means you had a pretty good team. And this morning we lifted and we talked to the guys about it. And every game from here on out is going to be the toughest game of the year that we've played. And uh, we're, we're lucky, though, that we have two teams that are as good as Catholic Memorial and Tosa West because we've seen high-level playoff teams in our league so we understand what the matchup is. We understand what that's like. And the same can be said for Whitefish Bay. Uh, you know, they have great teams in that league, and they've played against and beaten those great teams. So I fully expect two teams that are going to be ready to, to lay it all on the line next Friday night. And You know, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Jake and I are friends. Uh, we've done a lot of sharing over the last few years because we run similar offensive schemes. And so it's always great when you get a chance to compete against friends of yours guys who you really respect and uh 
you know, I, I just think that it's just going to be a special night next Friday, and we're looking forward to it. At Whitefish Bay, 7 o'clock kick. And uh, when you look through all the games, that's one you got to circle. If you're going to make a decision, I, I want to go to a really good game and you're in this area, that's got to be in the conversation to you and your family, you and your buddies. You want you don't have a dog in the fight, but you want to go see a really good game. That one's got to be in that conversation, Pewaukee at Whitefish Bay. Hey, thanks a lot, Justin. I really appreciate it. Good luck next Friday. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for all you guys do for high school sports in the area and promoting our kids and our programs. It means a lot to all of us. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that a lot. We're going to get to a break. I want to see if our next coach even slept last night. John Reiter's from uh, from Hartford. And again, we talked about this game. We'll talk to him on, on the other side of the break. I'll tell you what, I, I'm not kidding. I woke my wife up yelling at uh, yelling at my, my computer screen in my in my office at home because I just could not believe what I was seeing. And we'll talk to John on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan, Ryan, if I was the next coach, I'm not sure. I, I'd be thinking I don't want to go on the show because I'm so tired I haven't slept yet today. Or last night, I've been up all night, I'm telling you. Hey, Coach Rutters is used to this. They've had a few of these games over the years at Hartford, and uh, he's up and working on the next one, I bet you. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. I'm just telling you, and I don't know if it's because I was watching the game and absolutely going crazy in my office, but, man, our UW Credit Union team of the week is is the Hartford boys football team because this game, for them to go up to De Pere and, man, watching this game and watching what was happening at the end of the game, I just was going nuts. Coach Riders, congratulations on a really good win for your boys. Yeah, thanks a lot, Mike. Did you sleep at all last night? Uh, not very much. Uh, <laughs> a lot of excitement when we got home. And, uh, of course, we uh, coaches get together and we watch the film. So, yeah, we were up pretty late last night kind of watching things and taking a look at that fourth quarter and the overtime and all the stuff that happened and kind of trying to figure out what happened out there. And uh, <clears throat> But, no, it was, uh, you know, this time of year playoff season and uh, it's kind of hard to sleep because there's a lot of excitement going around here at Hartford High School with our football program, and uh, yeah, we're ready to get to level three, get things going. Coach, did did you have a good? Uh, uh, I don't know if you had better film of. They didn't play a replay of that play with no time left on a hail mary in the end zone. Did you have a decent look at that where they called pass interference? Um. Yeah. You know. And again. Uh, uh, with all respect, every you know officials are calling it as they see it. Um, there, there was some contact, uh, but yeah, we're. Uh, <clears throat> I think the thing that was just kind of uh, caught everybody off guard it was uh, time was out, and all of a sudden we had you know three more plays, and then we would go into overtime. Um, I don't think anybody is expecting that. Um, yeah, just kind of a, a run of penalties that were. Uh, I. 
I, I was show up uh, at the end of the game, and you know, again, we're we're not agreeing with some of them, but you know, again, uh, you know, you got to take what's given out there on the field and do your best to adjust. And uh, we certainly had to make some quick adjustments to kind of think about what's going on when we're up and thinking we're winning. And uh, next thing you know, we're in overtime and taking that down to the last last play as well. Well, I, I got to tell you, and, and I was talking to Ryan. I don't know if you heard the first part of our show. But we pick our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and I said, Ryan, I, I'm picking Hartford. And it's for a couple of reasons. One, because I think they they, they had a lot of, of issues near the end of the game that I would question. And I've had I've coached teams that would just put their head down and say, they're not letting us out of DePere with a win tonight. But these kids didn't. And what I saw at the end of the game, Coach, and I don't know if you knew this or you saw this, but as the two teams were lining up to shake hands, they kept the, the feed that I was watching on, on my computer, and there's three or four kids from De Pere still in the end zone, like either laying down or on their knee, and you know these were seniors, and, and they were heartbroken that this happened. And a bunch of your kids from Hartford left that line and sprinted down to the end zone to help these guys up, hug them, hit them on the helmet, shake their hands, hit them on the backside. And I'm not kidding, coach. I got goosebumps and I almost like had tears in my eyes because nobody, these kids had no idea somebody like me was watching. They didn't care. All they saw was some, uh, another, a bunch of guys that they just battled with like crazy that were hurting and they took off running and one went then another went then another one and there had to be 15 guys from Hartford that did that and I was so impressed with that John that was really cool for me yeah I you know our, we have great kids in our program um, <clears throat> you know and the character of them uh, is, is certainly more important than their football skills and their football savvy um, yeah we're we're really proud of uh, how our kids play on the sportsmanship side of it. Um, I think the thing that just really, uh, you know, you know, we had a, a pretty good heart-to-heart before the start of this game Friday. And um, you sit there and you talk to the guys, especially the seniors, to tell them, you know, I don't think you guys really understand what it means to be done with your football season. And I think that was kind of ringing through their head a little bit. And to see some of those guys literally agonizing about, you know, some of them never, ever – going to put a football helmet on again or a pair of shoulder pads because uh, they're done. Um, it, it it goes pretty deep when you start thinking about it that way. So I think our kids, you know, uh, understood. And they're like, hey, we got to give them a pick-me-up and certainly thank them for the opportunity to play and, uh, you know, to, you know, uh, congratulate them on their efforts. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. It really is. Um, it's a lot easier when you're on the winning side to be able to give that uh, that handshake. But, DePierre was a classy program. Um, again, I, I would bet if we were on the other side, they would have done the same thing. Uh, their coach uh, does a tremendous job with those kids. Probably the first game all year where I just witnessed both teams helping other guys up from the other team all game long. Uh, you know, you get a tackle for loss, and our D-tackle helps their, their fullback up. Same thing for us. Uh, yeah, classy program. Um, and again, I, you know, that's what we're hoping for our kids to, to bring to this world is to, you know, be good people. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're happy that they do that kind of stuff on Fridays. Hey, Ryan, you've been, uh, you've been a coach a long time and, and there's nothing like that bus ride home 
after you get a win like that, uh, th- those are those are times that these kids will never forget. You know, that's a long ride to De Pere, and now they've got to go to Pulaski. Um, but that's got to be a moment that these kids will never forget, Ryan. Yeah, there's no doubt. I bet there's some celebration on that bus, um, jubilation, if you will. But then uh, as you settle in on that bus ride, you find peace, too, and you're able to exhale and just let uh, – let yourself come down and get the adrenaline out of the body, and uh, it, it can be very, very rewarding and relaxing, that's for sure. Hey, John, I can't imagine anybody fell asleep on that bus ride home. No, we had a lot of a lot of energy last night, um, you know, trying to <clears throat> enjoy. As Coach said, yeah, there's that, those moments where you, you just sit there and you're like, man, we're going to level three again. Uh, and... Uh, and then they start thinking right, we got to go way back. We got to go way all, all the way back up to Pulaski, which is even further than the pier. But it's worth uh, it's worth every minute of it. And uh, yeah, I, hey. I, I think we're we're all on board and keep it going. So hey, John, I heard again. I'm watching the feed, and I heard a pretty good Hartford, you know, fan section yelling throughout the game and cheering and stuff like that. They followed pretty well last night. Yeah, we had a uh, you know student fan bus go up, and our parents um, are very supportive, and our friends and family that come up. Uh, yeah, we had our uh, the visitor side was pretty full, and um, you know I think the thing that just really resonated last night, a couple of our coaches were talking about <clears throat> we you know we we converted several fourth down uh, opportunities on offense. You don't need, you know hear about that happening that much. I think we were <clears throat> five for five on fourth down conversions, and Man, just the eruption, and I, I, our coaches were talking about it. I don't think I've ever been uh, on the road and had that much fan noise behind us when we uh, we converted a play. It was just well, it was great. great hey, John, I'll great. tell you the one that jumps off at me. You do your your quarterback threw four times all 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 night long, but there was one I believe it was on fourth down in the fourth quarter that he hit AJ Pepin. Um, yep. And that one, and not only the fans, but the players in the field were jumping up and down, and and then uh, then you you move Pepin back into the the backfield. He he rushed thirty four times for a hundred and ten, couple of touchdowns. But what a big catch that was! Yeah, AJ, you know he's that all around kid. You know he's uh, uh, you know uh, done uh, the offense, defense, special teams all year round. You know he's so reliable. Um, you know he's. Uh, and everybody's got that kind of kid on your team where, you know, he's your go-to guy and um, certainly knew that we had opportunity to get that, to convert that. Uh, you know, and the thing, too, uh, you know, our, our offensive coordinator, <clears throat> Paul Shelston, talked about this after the game, for how much we ran the ball and the minimal throwing we did. Uh, hats off to our quarterback for just uh, hitting that baby right in the middle of the target. Yes, uh, he did. And, uh when it counted, it counted. And, uh, you know, for all of the, like I said, all of the running we do um, and less throwing that we've done in the past uh, for him to just be spot on after, uh, you know, at that time of the game, it's it's pretty impressive for our guys to be able to come through and do that. Hey, Coach, that quarterback is in charge of that huddle. And I'm watching this on TV and I'm loving it. Hey, Ryan, let me tell you, A.J. Pepin last night, 34 rushes, 110 yards, two touchdowns he had two catches for 33 he had 13 tackles and he returned a couple of kicks for 38 yards 
The, the kid just, you know, every time I looked up, number 23 was doing something that I just kind of shook my head at. Like, my God, this kid is everywhere. And he was on the field a lot and made play after play after play. And like John said, you, every team, you know, you hope to have a kid like that. But this kid really showed when they needed him. That's a heck of a Hartford Oriole right there. Something tells me he uh, loves his school, loves his community, loves his team and his coaches, and he put it all out there last night and did a, did a heck of a job. And uh, it's good to hear, uh, you know, rushing the football, and that's the Hartford that I remember, you know, giving a kid 34 touches and letting them grind it out for a W. That, uh, that's old Oriole football right there. John, you got to love that when you, if you go back and watch the tape because that offensive line played really well. Yeah, you know, we've got a great group, guys, there. Uh, you know, Ryan Zigglebauer's uh, been our, our leader with that group. Just an outstanding uh, offensive lineman. I mean, uh, you know, in, in our conference, the North Shore, you know, there's some, you know, everybody talks about, you know, uh, Brunner from Whitefish Bay. Uh, but, you know, Ryan Zigglebauer, I mean, he's put just as many guys on their backs. And uh, uh, pancake blocks, whatever you want to call it, um, he's just getting it done. Great group of guys: Jackson Storks, uh, Landon Rowan, Grant Smith, uh, Max Teschner, and our and our tight end Henry Noyes. Um, yeah, we're good. Good shout out to those guys because you know we, we just crossed over to three thousand yards of rushing. Wow! Uh, as of last night uh, on the season, and you don't get that done uh, with just a good running back. Uh, and AJ, he's the first guy to admit it. I mean, every time somebody puts a microphone in his face, he's like, "Thanks to my offensive line because I couldn't do it without him." And that's uh, awesome. You know, so that team atmosphere, absolutely uh, getting it done. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, it's great to have those leaders on your team. You know, doubt. Hey, John, I'll, I'm going to uh, reach out to you a little bit later uh, on the weekend and check in one time. Uh, what time practices to start? I've got a beautiful trophy I want to drop off to you and and your team this week from UW Credit Union. And congratulations on it being our team of the week. Well, thank you very much, Mike, and thanks for all you do covering. Uh, our high school football throughout the season and uh, covering it throughout the state of Wisconsin. Man, I appreciate that. And I'll see you in person uh, probably on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, good luck at Pulaski. Yeah, thank you. You thank bet. You. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break will continue. So we talk to the head football coach at Wauwatosa West. Boy, again, another close game that they uh, – they, they, they won, and they're still playing. And we'll talk to Andy Colstead about that on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host. He is the AD at Muskego. I'll tell you, Ryan, I like doing shows like today, it's kind of kind of fun talking to all these coaches that I, none of them slept well last night. None of them. I don't care. Nobody's going to tell us they got a great night's sleep after some of the games that that they had, and uh, maybe Justin did because they took care of business pretty well. Now, our next guest, the head football coach at Wauwatosa West, man, they beat a good football team last night, and he'll he'll be the first to tell you that. Hey, Andy, well done. Nice win last night. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, 
sounds like there were a lot of exciting games last night, and ours definitely fit that category. Hey, talk to us a little bit about uh, about the game that you guys had last night against Germantown. Um, right down to the wire, and I, like a lot of these games, I mean, right smack down to the wire, you guys go on the road and get a really good win. Talk to us a little bit about the end of that game. Yeah, um, well, basically, I, we we were in a situation where our defense was playing phenomenal all game. I mean, our our D showed up last night. We we fit their scheme really well. Our kids were prepared and they performed. And you know, on the sidelines, we we never had any hesitations about our ability to stop them. Their first touchdown last night happened when we fumbled the snap. We gave them the ball on like the twelve yard line. They scored two plays later. Um, and then right at you know right at the end of the game they tossed up a, a deep pass and it went over our safety's head and the kid just went up and highballed it and they scored but you know they they were down 14 to 13 at that point and coach Davis the, and them went they went for two I mean I you could see it on their sideline their kids were begging to go for two so they sent their offense out there we called the pressure uh qb rolled out it looked like it was an rpo he could run or throw a slant and the kid throw the slant and it just fell out of reach and so um our offense then performed and got a first down at the end of the game to end it and and uh, we were talking about this a little earlier do you have um and how much time do you guys spend in practice to have a two-point conversion in the back pocket that you feel really comfortable with or would it be the two-point conversion that you have, you know, ran a number of times? And in fact, you you know, you you got two, a couple of them last night. It, it, do you have a couple that you're comfortable with? Well, that's the beauty of our offense. Uh, the beauty of our offense is that if we don't get three yards of carry, then we're wasting our time. So um, we actually, I think our numbers were, I think we're forty. I want to say maybe 51 of 59 on two-point conversions this year. Um, so we just run our offense. Now, last night, our quarterback got hurt in the second quarter, so we had a young kid in, and he's a tremendous quarterback sneak. We Our second touchdown, we threw a boot pass and caught it in the end zone, and we had to go for two, and it was really the play of the game. Um, you know, we went up 12 to 7. We went for two. Our, our young quarterback's a great QB sneak kid, and he snuck it from the two yard line and got it in and that put us up 14 to seven, which is what caused that decision to be made by G town. Hey, so is uh, the quarterback that got hurt? Is he, is he out? Is he got a chance to come back? Yeah, I think he's got a chance to come back. He just uh, landed on his hip a little funny and reached and he scored a touchdown in the second quarter. He reached for the pylon and kind of fell on his hip funny, tried to tough it out. But after the fumbled snap, we realized we probably had to, you know, figure something out so yeah we had our young guy come in and, and lead us lead us the rest of the way zach Izzo had man good for him to be able to yep. do that for sure have you had a chance to to look at homestead at all yes we have yeah they are uh obviously a great football team um you know they're quick and fast on defense and they do a lot of things on offense they're very multiple they got a great running back really talented quarterback and really disciplined offensive line yeah i mean they're a great team yeah it's uh i've seen them up close and personal you know they against whitefish bay the game that we did on uh friday night rivals on my 24 uh whitefish bay scored the first time they had the ball and didn't score again and, and bay's a talented offense and and homestead defensively boy they're tough 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we, uh, you know, when you get to this point in the season, it's, it's really about matchups and, you know, last night, last night, G town had, they had three big dudes in the interior and they had two really tough inside linebackers. You know, we had some problems on wet grass, getting a footing for our offensive line, which is a big, big deal on our offense. Um, but yeah, I mean, we expect to have to battle. We got some things that we got to clean up. The nice thing about the playoffs is, you know, it, when you win, it doesn't matter if it's by half a point or 35. You, right. you, you just feel lucky to move on and you learn from each and every game. And so both offense and even as well as our defense play, we got so many things that we can learn from and we're fortunate and grateful to have one more week. Hey, Ryan, and as you know, these kids come, you know, back to practice ready to go. You know, there's no there's no head down and nobody's going to take a couple of days off because they don't feel like practicing. I mean, come playoff time, you get a win. Kids are, you know, they, their eyes are up, their ears are open, and they're listening, and they're going to work hard, Ryan. And I think that, you know, this time of year, it's really fun to coach. Yeah, and there's no doubt about it. It's going to practice becomes easy because, one, there's a lot of teaching. A lot of times you, you get new opponents, which is, is nice, too, because it's fresh. You're trying to, to learn about somebody that you haven't seen before in, in most instances. And uh, just the energy and the, you know, that hope of, of making it to Camp Randall and surviving and advancing and living another week. And as you keep going later and later, your, your community slowly starts to get behind you and you get more and more people that show up and watch or are asking or talking about it. And um, so there, there's a lot of good positive energy with each and every win as you march through the playoffs for sure. And it should be a fun week for you guys. Yeah, absolutely, and and just to piggyback off of what Ryan said last night. So, when we win, when we went on the road, we have a tradition where our kids get off the bus and we go out to our game field. It's pitch black out there, and we do jumping jacks and, and spell out Tosa West. And we've done that now since 2019. And when we got back last night, our parents actually beat us back and made a tunnel for us to walk out oh. on the field. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, the experience in the playoffs has just been tremendous and uh we're excited for this next week man how fun is that again another memory that these kids will have and these parents will have andy thank you so much i really appreciate you coming on today uh good luck next week friday night seven o'clock kick at homestead appreciate you guys you bet that's andy colstead the head football coach at wauwatosa west we're going to get you a break other side of the break will we will introduce you to our current electric superhero of the week. She is from West Bend West. You're going to want to stick around. She's really impressive. I can tell you that right now. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaching Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. An Odyssey Station. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.